You are listening to a Best Of series only on Lance J Plus. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. So I'm reading from CNET.com. Title is Asteroid Bennu. B-E-N-N-U has a one in 1750 chance of smashing into the Earth, NASA says. Data collected from NASA's spacecraft visit to the potentially hazardous asteroid reveals future generations want to keep a close eye on a big space rock as it makes close passes by Earth in the 22nd century. Research used the information from the OSIRIS-REx mission that spent over two years orbiting, studying, and even sampling Bennu to get a better idea of its future path through the inner solar system. They found the minuscule chance the 1,700-foot-wide, 518-meter boulder will impact our planet in the future is actually slightly higher than previously thought, but still nothing to lose sleep over. All the articles use, it's almost like they're written by the same person. They talk about losing sleep. I'm not losing sleep over some asteroid hitting the earth, man. If I'm, look, if I'm at the crib and an asteroid happens to land on my house, it was my time to go. I don't have any control over that. I'm just trying to get home safe on I-65 here in Nashville because people here in Nashville cannot drive worth a darn. I'm just trying to get home safe, not getting T-boned by some fool driving a pickup truck, getting on the highway. I can't control what happens in space. I mean, if I get hit, if I'm out jogging, I get hit by falling space debris, then it was just my time to, to to meet Jesus. And I'm okay with that. I have no control over that because if the asteroid hits... And it's a it's 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 over for the people where it hits and even where it doesn't hit. Theoretically, I don't want to be I don't want to be the dinosaurs. Like I don't want to be I don't want to be waterless, foodless, radiated men eating flesh of other radiated men. I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to be in that situation. Like I don't want to be like Denzel Washington in Book of Eli where people are resorting to cannibalism. There's no food. There's no water. There's no gas. There's no nothing. Who wants to live through that? I don't want to live through that. So actually, I think the lucky ones are people that get taken out by the asteroid. The rest of us will have to suffer the indignity of fighting and trying to divvy up a gallon of water for a year and a half. It's going to be hard I have Lyme disease. It's not going to be easy for me to get my doxycycline and rifampin treatments that I occasionally need for Lyme disease once the, once the extinction level event, in the words of Buster Rhymes, happens. Back to the article. I'm not any more concerned than I was before. David Farnacochia, that's an interesting name, of NASA Center for Near-Earth Object Studies, CNOS, 
told reporters on a call Wednesday, it was last Wednesday, impact probability remains small. Probability of about 1 in 7,500 or 0.06% between now and the year 2300. And we can rule out any chance of impact between today and 2135. Well, that has me covered because I'm going to be dead by 2135. I was born in 1978. And by my calculations, that would make me somewhere approaching 160. So I'm sure that they're medical science. My grandfather's 96. Been having some health challenges. I'm going to spend a lot of time with my grandfather. Love my grandfather. Difficult to watch him decline physically. Grandmother's 95 in a couple of months. My other grandmother is almost 91. They've benefited by technology, able to extend life. And you don't see a lot of that in the African-American community. Three grandparents over 90, rare. I hope to live to be in my 90s if I'm healthy. I don't know if I want to be strapped to an iron lung. But I definitely know that I'm not going to live to be 160. So I'm going to be dead by the time this thing, this thing hits. And I'm going to be super dead. Like, I don't mean dead. I mean, I'm going to be dust in the coffin. So I don't want to say I don't care. But I want to say I don't care as much because I'm not going to be here. It's, it's a you problem. Farnacultia explained there's no threat of a collision during that close pass. But before Osiris Rex, there have been significant uncertainty about how some effects like our planet's gravity could alter Binyu's path perhaps making a later impact more likely. Now, I start with that. You know, I make a, I've made a living over talking about space and space exploration and clowning it. You know, I think, I think for the most part, it's my opinion. Somebody's arguing with me. People love to argue with me on, 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 on Instagram, on Facebook. One thing about me, I don't, present, I don't present my opinions as facts. I present facts as facts. These are my opinions. I've talked about the moon landing. I don't believe in it. I never believed in it. I believe in the concept of flat earth is hilarious. I don't factually know these things. I've, I've never been to orbits. So I don't know if the earth really flat or not. I'm going to assume it's not. I know factually that NASA draws pictures of the earth and Africa is half its size in some of the pictures. That I do know because I can research that. A lot of artistic renditions. When we have these on CNN, you go, you know, planet B6749 Zepton. And I have this artistic rendition of it's flowing with water and lush greens and all of that. You don't, you don't know what it looks like. That's, that's art. That's, that's so an artistic drawing a picture of what you would expect to see on the outer limits. It's one of my favorite TV shows back in the day. So I don't, I don't know everything that's going on behind the curtain, but this is what I do know. It don't make a lot of sense that Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson, these are all billionaires. These are all people in their 70s. They seem to be really in a hurry to get the hell up off of Earth. It's very odd to me that people that are worth a collective $400 billion want to escape earth because there's they get anything they want here and i don't mean anything they want like a DoorDash, like hey i want lobster and steak for dinner or i want i want a chipotle sofritas 
over over brown rice for dinner. I'm talking about if the doc they go to the doctor and says, hey, you need a kidney transplant. Good. I'll be in Cambodia harvesting the kidney from uns- some unsuspecting 12 year old. Some unsuspecting 12 year old is going to wake up in a bathtub full of ice with one kidney. They get anything they want. Even the perverse things that Jeffrey Epstein was providing to his clients. People with that much money can get anything they want under the sun. You ain't getting that on Mars. Because unlike Matt Damon, there's no greenhouse there. You got to build a greenhouse. It's a hundred. It's 176 degrees below zero. So you're out there building greenhouses and barracks. It's almost 200 below. It's like it's almost absolute zero. You get into Kelvin temperatures and absolute zero. Why would they risk their own well-being and welfare to go to space? They're not they're not sending chimpanzees into space. They're not sending ant farms into space. They're not sending raccoons and aardvarks into space to see what happens. They want to go themselves. Isn't that odd to you? People train in NASA. They're astronauts. They train for years. A lot of these people are Air Force people. They've been flying planes for years. They've been military. They're in top physical shape. They run five miles every day. They train for 20 years to get up into space. And even then, there's like a one-third fail rate. Challenger, unfortunately, blew up. Discovery disintegrated on reentry. Issues with the Apollo project. People die getting back in to the atmosphere of Earth. Why would Virgin Galactic and some of these other companies, why would they push that envelope? Unless these people know that, hey, we got some stuff coming that's going to be bad. We got to get out of here before it happens. Because you're 70, right? You have 20 years of lifespan if you're lucky. Why are you in such a hurry to get off the face of earth. I, I find that to be very interesting. What are you escaping? We look at global warming. You can believe in global warming or not. I just know that it's 119 degrees yesterday in Spain, 116 the day before in Italy. I lived in Phoenix. I know what 119 feels like. But Phoenix is dry heat. It's in the desert. It's like that all the time. They have the infrastructure. They have the electricity. They have the HVAC. They have mist pouring from the stores, they're ready for that. Spain, Italy, they're not ready for that. If the ice caps melt, which all reasonable scientific evidence shows that the ice caps are are melting, and this isn't political, this isn't AOC, I'm not telling you to invest in some greenhouse company, I'm not looking to do carbon tax offsets or some new green deal BS where basically they're just gonna take your money and put it into their pockets for whatever communist prison planet type of initiatives the far left has. But I would just say use some common sense. If the richest people on earth are moving as fast as they can and putting their own bodies at risk to get off of planet earth, that should show you something. That's a red flag. And I don't know what the future holds. I don't know if there's an asteroid coming. I don't know if there's global warming and we're going to get to where temperatures are 130 across the earth. It talks about that in the Bible. I don't know what's coming. I don't know if there's going to be a water shortage, fuel shortage, but it is interesting, right? Tesla's interesting, right? Because 
I have enough sense to figure out, oh, you're perfecting gasless automotives, which is great. Well, what's the next step? Oh, well, let's fly a plane that doesn't need traditional fuel. That makes a lot of sense, right? Because that would be life-changing. If you could fly from D.C. to L.A. on a plane with no fuel, maybe you can go faster, maybe you get in a supersonic warp speed. If you could fly from D.C. to L.A. in two hours, no gas, that changes the world. If you can get in orbit and you can fly from D.C. to Sydney, Australia in three or four hours, no gas, that really changes the world. And then and why would you not feel that if you can get off of planet Earth and if you feel that you can terraform or colonize other planets, stuff like that, bring sin and pestilence and degradation and Internet pornography and poor diet and high cholesterol and diabetes and high blood pressure and crime and murder. If you bring all those things to bars. Why not? Lance J. So Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. But at the same time, like I said, and me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn. James Lewis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. 